Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, let's talk a little bit about pet peeves. Because sometimes you have a pet peeve that is not valid and it's just you and you're wrong. And sometimes everyone agrees with you that, yes, that's a valid pet peeve. It would seem like if it's... Your pet peeve, you're not wrong. Well, okay. Just because people don't agree with you crunching all morning long doesn't mean I'm wrong. How did I know he was going to go there? <laughs> oh, Tom's crunching? Yeah. Okay. But you know, it's just not Tom, because I worked with a guy many years ago, and he would eat with a metal fork, and he would pull the ah. fork between <laughs> his teeth every time. And I used to, I, yeah, it's, yeah. Always, it's always eating, though, for me. Well, let's find out. Okay. All right. We're going to start with some of the ones everyone agrees they are valid pet peeves. When someone puts their shopping cart next to the cart return but not in it, 82% of people agree that is a valid pet peeve. Well, I'm going to add to that. If you push your cart in there and just walk away without making sure it's all the way into another cart. Mm-hmm. Okay, but sometimes there's shopping cart overflow. What do you do then? Well, they, they've not cleaned up the shopping carts I don't out think there. they're going to hold you responsible for that. Okay, you stack it at the end until yeah, it gets out of traffic. I, I did the other day at <laughs> Sam's. I do, but, there's, you know, if it's like plenty of room and you just leave it close, that's considered to be a pet peeve. Yeah. Kind of like the video we have of you where you just put it up on the side of the I don't even know what it was it was like right in the median yeah you know yeah. what that's nowhere near it so it doesn't count okay I wasn't even near <laughs> the <thing. laughs> even close to the shopping cart all right yeah. when you're watching TV and the audio and the video are a tiny bit off that's a pet peeve yeah 90 percent of people agree <sighs> really? that is so annoying or even worse the actual show is so quiet you have to turn it way up and then the commercials deafen you Okay. But now I've watched a lot of foreign films on Netflix where they dub in the English. And granted, there have been shows I've watched that are annoying. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, they, their lips don't match up to what right. they're saying. Well, that's you, different though, because that there's no way they're going to match. Well, up. yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, this is when they're just off a little bit. But I wonder if they're talking about because I know friends that won't watch those, and they're awesome shows on Netflix. When you're watching those on Netflix, it's like you just got to look at the person's eyes, yeah. and not the lips. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. When yeah. you want to turn right on red, but the person in front of you wants to go straight, and you're stuck. Oh, Believe yeah. it or not, because <laughs> I find that super annoying. Uh 55% of people said that's a valid pet peeve. And just know when I am the person holding you up, I do feel bad. 
That's helps me. <laughs> Do you feel what really bad? What really bugs me is the ones who have plenty, like two lanes to the left of them are wide open, and they didn't choose to use one of those. But the thing is, if they're going to go up one block and turn right, they might as well stay in that lane because the chances of them getting over before their street's not going to happen. Actually, it's going to be really high with me because I'm going to turn right and they'll have a but nice you big might, spot. But people behind you well, may not. I just want them to scooch up just a little bit so I can get my car. <laughs> you know? Hey, and you'll, mm, you'll like drive up over the uh, whatever it's called, <laughs> the I, sidewalk. I've missed my road before trying to not hold other people up because I'll be like, I'll merge at the last minute and then I miss it. I'm like, well, it's going to be a scenic route home today. Yeah, I've done that. Well, I feel like that when we... I I leave work because I'm in the far right lane on Woodruff Road, right in front of shops at Green Ridge. I'm going down to hit the interstate, uh, 85, and I, I'm there, and people behind me all have their lights on turning into shops at Green Ridge. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but yeah. I'm going straight because I'm about to get on the interstate. You got something to call him out on now, Tom. <laughs> I do. That, that one doesn't bother me. People agree with me. Yeah. Who all are right. these people? I don't know, 55% of them say it's a valid pet peeve. All right, when someone's driving under the speed limit in the fast lane, 93% of people say that is a valid pet peeve. And if to the guy in the minivan coming up 385 yesterday from Greenwood area, I was in Lake Greenwood all weekend, and he just stayed in the, in the far left lane swerving. I could see him on his phone. People kept having to get in the yeah. right lane to go around him. And I'm like, he doesn't even care. Honestly, death penalty for those people. Really? It's yeah. a little extreme. No, no. it's not. I will say, like, why about if you're on one of the busier roads, like a Woodruff Road or Haywood Road or, you know, Clemson Boulevard in Anderson, and that person is, like, do the rules apply then? Are they supposed to go faster in that Right I think lane. you should try. I understand there's going to be left turns and stuff that will yeah. come up and you don't right. have a choice. So the rules are not as strict there. But right. I get frustrated there. Like, come on, this lane, we're supposed to be going faster. You should be able to just tap them a little bit. Yeah. Just ride up and bump them. Wow. Mm. Okay, Bumper Tori, you're more extreme than us. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm more extreme than death penalty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, whenever someone eats around you but you're not eating... Only nine percent agreed on that one. Oh, that's me all the said, time. Yeah, you should uh, you should deal with that. That's not your their problem. Uh, when someone puts the toilet paper roll on the wrong way, which is under instead of over. Wrong. I switch it. Yes, <laughs> I just sit it on top and let them choose. <laughs> you know what? I prefer it to be on top. There you go. It's going, easier. You can choose which way you'd like to put it on yeah. for me if you don't mind. Put I didn't get around to that. <laughs> Believe it or not, 55% say it's not a big deal. Mm. I think that's crazy. It's a huge deal. Again, yeah. death penalty. You do look a little redneck when you just sit it on top, though, just saying. Okay. I've been judged before. It's easy. Yeah. All right. Whenever the spinning wheel of death pops up on your computer while something's loading and it just sits there and spins and you don't know if it's actually loading or if it's just locked up. Uh, believe it or not, 55% people say that's a valid pet peeve. And the other 45% said you should try to be more patient. Yeah, just restart it. I have no patience away. for computers. Yeah. Computers are like my least patient. They're inanimate objects. I have no problem with yelling at them, throwing things at them, shooting them. What do you really have patience for? <laughs> like, you don't have a lot of patience for a lot of things. I'll tell you, you ain't on my list, that's for <laughs> exactly. sure. Exactly. <laughs> All like right. Your patience, you don't have a lot of it. Uh, when there's only one 
checkout lane in the grocery store open during the middle of the day? 80% say that's a valid complaint. Whenever you see a line of 10 people because they only got one checkout lane running. Right. Well, they want you to use the self-checkout. That's what they're doing there. They're forcing you to do it. And that's what I use most always well, is the self-check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right. And finally, whenever someone in front of you at a drive-thru or Starbucks or somewhere like that has a super high maintenance order that takes forever. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to the drive-thru and you're like, what did they order? What is taking so long? And then they bring out like five bags of food and you're like, why did you do that in the drive-thru? Or the one that pulls up to the drive-thru and you go, oh, well, what do you want? Oh, Did yeah. y'all not think about it? <laughs> well, now, granted, you, you get a, like a few seconds to glance over the menu. Well, but, you got the pre-menus now. Yeah. But, so, I mean, if you're like completely like, well, I hadn't even thought about it since the whole ride here. At least I think about what I might get. Well, I might change my mind. Three out of four people agree it's okay to be annoyed at those folks. Yeah. Who are holding you up in the drive through They line. should have to pay for yours. <laughs> Pay it backwards. That's not a bad idea, actually, Jado. <laughs> well, there you go. If you do your pet peeves, now you know whether or not they are valid or whether or not you are just too impatient. Yeah, and if you didn't have one, you're the problem, most likely. Probably. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, a study shows all types of walking are good for you. Slow walking, fast walking, short distance walking, long distance walking. They're all good for you. The only type of walking that's bad for you is jaywalking, apparently. Okay. <laughs> Do you, ever, you know, I was uh, doing that the other day, and I saw a police officer. Like, I started scooching real quick. <laughs> I didn't get stopped or anything, but that was an awkward moment for me. Downtown Simpsonville. You ever put that foot on the pavement and see the cop, and you're like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But has anybody ever been ticketed for that? that they, has I'm, the police ever stopped and said, hey, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be? Because I see people cross in the middle of a road, not at a crosswalk. I think Hawk should have been arrested. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, have you ever <laughs> analyzed your walk? Uh, it makes a difference, they say, especially if you're trying to lose some weight and you want to burn more calories, you need to do a silly walk. Uh, there's one walk that was in a, Monty Pi- a Monty Python movie, and it's called The Silly Walk, and you kind of put your leg way out there. and kind of <laughs> <laughs> But they did research, and they had two people, or they had people do two different styles, the Monty Python style, which is silly walk, in the regular walk, and they burn more calories doing the silly walk. So if you just do a silly walk out there, it might be kind of fun. I thought you were going to say the gallop when they faked like they were on horses okay, and they would gallop yeah, everywhere. Yeah. And the good thing with a silly walk happens. is it makes you 40% less likely to be mugged. <laughs> so if you walk kind of funny, and you know, when it's dark at night, <laughs> just do a silly walk, you know, someone's not going to mug you. You might get arrested. Yeah, well, that Public might. intoxication. Yeah. But maybe. But if you do silly walk, you burn more calories. I don't know if I think I'd rather be overweight and just have a cool walk. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I can do that. Hmm. Have you ever analyzed your walk? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So what, what kind of walk do you feel like you have? I don't. You know, I, what were you thinking just then? I was going to say, I, I think about when I'm walking and like through a crowd. Yeah, yeah. I always focus on how how am I walking? Am I swinging my arms too much? I need to stop my arms. I need to stand up straight. I, I do think about it when I'm walking at times. I don't think I, I've ever given it any thought. Because <laughs> you slide. 
Oh, do I? Is that good or bad? <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of, you know, you're kind of like that guy on Saturday morning that just got out of bed and you just kind of you slide sh- all the yeah. way down the hall. Yeah, I hear you shoes. You probably rubbing the the soles off. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can hear you coming. You can hear certain people coming. You know that's them. At least I don't clomp. Yeah, clomping. I've yeah. heard clomping. Well, yeah. Tori's clomped with specific shoes yeah. before. It's like a horse coming in. I'm like, who's their horse in the work? Just me. Yeah. <laughs> But there's different ways to walk. See if any of these are yours. Like a, they say, an amble is walking leisurely. Walking leisurely. An amble. A what? Sounds like a, yeah. some kind of like a camel or something. You got a flounder. That's another animal. Okay. It's a fish. You move clumsily or struggle to move as if you're walking in mud and water. So you just kind of so, flounder along. That's me on the weekend. <laughs> no, no, I'll get to yours. Oh, I, gosh. I knew yeah. a guy's nickname was Flounder. Uh-huh. Maybe that's why. You got the lumberer. They move heavily or clumsily. He's kind of lumber along. You've heard that one. Hmm. A lurch moves suddenly or as if unable to control one's movement. So they just kind of lurch forward. <laughs> I don't think I've seen very many of these. These are crazy ones. Yeah, I want to see some examples, actually. Okay. Uh, <laughs> meander. They move or cause to move in a winding or curving course. They just kind of meander along. Uh, that's me because I get distracted. See, oh. I, yeah, I don't think of meandering as a curved course. It's more like a bounce to here to there, whatever catches your attention. Think about the lady in TJ Maxx. That's your meandering. Oh, candles. Oh, fall decor. Oh, yeah, clothes. Yeah. That's a meander. You can't get around her. Mm-mm. You got the parade walk, and that's marching in a procession, I guess. <laughs> You're kind of like a proud, you know, we walk kind of proud. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, prowl, they say. Move about in or as if you are a predator, like you are like stalking something. <laughs> so you like prowl along. I've not seen that kind of walk. Like a cougar? Uh, well, like she's on the prowl. <laughs> and you didn't see it because they didn't want you to. That's yeah. prowling. You're trying to be hidden. Now, this is ramble, which is, a, I thought, more like meander. They say move about aimlessly or without any destination at all. You're just like <laughs> rambling all over the place. Yeah, meandering is just bouncing from one interesting place to another. Rambling, I think, doesn't even have like the, oh, look at this to it. It's just aimlessly. There's no point to it. The wind is blowing this way, so that way I shall go. All right. These are different types of walking. They say saunter, walking leisurely with no apparent aim. You just kind of saunter on. That's when you're lost, maybe? No, I thought sauntering was almost borderline cool. Like, you kind of were smooth and flowing when you you were like, I sauntered in the room. Well, (laughs) they said stroll, and that was walking leisurely with no apparent aim as well. But you just kind of... I think a stroll is more like when you go through a park and you actually do know where you're going. How about strut? That's the strut. That's walking proud in a a confident way. You're like strutting, like, hey, what's going on? (laughs) 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 I hope I do not do that. I hope you don't, too. Yeah. But, you know, it's strolling. That does make sense. When you're strolling with someone holding hands, you're just kind of strolling along. You do have a, a destination in mind. I'm pretty sure my husband holds my hand, so I can't meander. All right. Mm-hmm. Keeps me on track. He needs a leash. He probably does. <laughs> stride was mentioned, walking with long steps. And I don't know. I have a long stride, and I walk fast. I'm a fast walker. Nobody's going to break my stride. You are, because you've almost run me over in the hall a few times. And then you got swagger. Mm-hmm. Swagger. It's walk like with a, a lofty, proud gait, they say. That sounds like a horse. <laughs> a lofty, proud gait, yeah. Maybe like a Clydesdale. Swagger, yeah. Oh, and uh, you got the stagger, Kato. 
Okay, I yeah. knew mine was coming. And stumble, stagger and stumble. That's yeah. a different kind of walk. Think of it as almost being a swagger, mm-hmm. but not quite. <laughs> you don't make it. But, I mean, these are like what people's walks are in everyday life. It's not like they've been out on the weekend they stagger right. all of a sudden. It's like they just kind of, you know, stagger along. It's almost like a zombie. They walk like You've seen people do that, right? Not often. Not okay, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> On The Walking Dead, I did. But. Uh, okay. And then they say the waiter was walking through relatively shallow water, which I guess they're like looking down and... Where do you get this from? <laughs> you making it up. Uh, I'm not either. It's a... It's a I'll, I'll show you. Someone else made it up. I thought you said wait, waiter. I know. Mm-hmm. Right? With platters of food on uh, <laughs> with your hands up in there with food yeah. on it. And yeah, carefully uh, ignoring anyone trying to call them. <laughs> See, it's like these ways of walking. A list of different types of walking was created, used. Yeah. It came what? from vocabulary.com, apparently. Yeah. So that's like dictionary. That's what it's all about. We just got tricked into learning something. Well, I tried my best here, but also you know how to walk silly now. And I have one last one. It's the waddle, they say. Waddle, baby. I may have done that one a time or two. Oh. That wasn't a walk, though. <laughs> I have a waddle as being like a duck, like Donald Duck's butt when he walks. Oh, like a corgi butt. Uh-huh. Some people do walk like Corgis that. Corgis walk. Yeah. I know, and it's so weird. <laughs> and some people, like, they stick their chest out, and it's like yeah. they got something stuck up there, and they're walking, you know. Uh, up where? Right. <laughs> Maybe they do. <laughs> Maybe they're looking for a restroom. It could be. I don't know. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, throw away that toothbrush and just start kissing more. <laughs> I'm going to help you out this morning. How about you do both? Because yeah. I don't think you're going to kiss more if you don't use a toothbrush. You're probably right. <laughs> but there's a whole slew of medical benefits from you kissing. So you might want to pucker up and kiss more often. Here's some hidden effects of kissing. So, for example, dentistry. When you kiss, it stimulates saliva production. Saliva contains calcium and phosphorus. And those protect teeth from cavities and gum disease known as gingivitis. Okay. Somehow, whenever you talk about saliva and making calcium and stuff, it makes it less appealing now. I always thought of it as just being kind of pure water. And now I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's got like gungy stuff in it. Now, is that because you're kissing someone else? Would a mirror work? No, no, no. A mirror does not work here. Are you sure? You got to be kissing somebody else. And you've had those wet, slobbery kisses where you're producing a lot of saliva. You have to take a break and, like, hey, can I get a paper towel? It wasn't me doing it, though. (laughs) I think you need to research that because I feel like it's your saliva that's doing that. So it might be okay with a mirror. Why do you feel like that? Because I just I feel like that it's not the other person's saliva. Your own saliva is also producing that stuff. So I don't think you have to be True. kissing another person. Well, maybe it is theirs and helping you build immunity. Because it's but that's not what they're you. talking about here. They're talking about adding calcium and those things that stop gingivitis. Let's not get technical here, okay? <laughs> if you kissed, you might want to kiss somebody else. I'm right? just saying, I think Cato is fine kissing the mirror. Thank you, Tom. I'm <laughs> going to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Cosmetics and facial features. There's another benefit. An intense kiss can cause tension in more than 30 facial muscles that help smooth out skin and increase blood circulation. Hmm. So there's another thing. You can do some facial push-ups there. I feel like, Cato, <laughs> once again, this might work on the mirror. 
As long as you're intensely into it. Feeling lucky today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do uh, lip push-ups in the morning just to get things going here. <laughs> just put my lips to the floor. Do some oh. push-ups. Have you ever tried that? Oh, he cheats. I've seen him use his tongue before, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Diet. A passionate kiss burns about 12 calories. So some scientists claim that three 20-second kisses per day for a year will help you lose a whole pound. Worth it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Line up. That's yeah. very interesting. Okay. Not really, but hey, keep going. Oh. <laughs> I don't think the pound thing is that interesting. The other it stuff's been is. interesting. Honestly, I don't need you, Simon Cal, to sit over there and evaluate <laughs> how this break is going. Sometimes okay? I think you do. So, uh, calming effect. Kissing has a calming effect. While kissing, endorphins are released into your blood. In fact, during one kiss, enough endorphins are released that you'll feel relaxed as if you just took a small dose of morphine, they say. Mm. Wow. Well, I, I prefer the morphine. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> really? But also, you know, if it helps. Okay. I will say, how does it compare to petting a dog? Because I know petting a dog lowers your blood pressure. Does kissing lower your blood pressure? Kissing the dog? I knew you were about yeah. to ask that. Ew. So, do you like kissing Tori? Sure. I mean, I, I you were asking me. I'm like, she's married yeah. and I am too. I was asking Cato. <laughs> no. What? No, honestly, you do like kissing or don't? You and John. You kiss um, a lot? No, no, actually, I guess not. Once you get I mean, married, like, you don't kiss as much anymore. But you know what, Why though? Not? I, I just don't think about it. Yeah. I kiss my dog a lot. Okay. <laughs> I think it's because what kissing <laughs> usually is you're leading to something else. And once you get married, you quit that pretty much too. That's just. I mean, kiss when you get home and stuff but yeah, you we kiss do hello kiss the, you kiss like, goodnight yeah. you do those things but they're not but, 10 I mean, second frenchers yeah you don't just like make out because it's tuesday and you're bored oh okay. i guess you could though yeah but wow. do it today. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right finally uh, this is a uh, kissing okay some kissing benefits anti-stress therapy a kiss prevents the initial formation of the stress hormones the ones that are blamed for high blood pressure and high cholesterol Muscles weakening and insomnia. So exactly what I said about the dog thing. So it does the same thing. Kissing triggers an adrenaline rush that battles these hormones and can often leave you uh, feeling in a good mood for like 24 hours if you uh, oh kiss yeah. more. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But is that with like your spouse or is that when you were single and you were like someone fresh and new? Uh, it could be with, I mean, honestly, yeah. you, want, you want to have that same feeling. You I, want to work yeah. towards that feeling for the rest of your lifetime. Good luck. <laughs> You know what? I'm just being honest. I love my wife. We love each other very much. But the newness of all that wears off, and it's not something that you are as excited about as when the first time you kissed. Okay, but that is your situation. You have to admit there's plenty of people out there that don't have that same perspective. I think people just lie. Tom, I've seen both sides. I've seen people like you that they... They're a couple that's been together for a while, and they're like, eh. and you saw how I was at the beginning. But I, see, but I still, I see people also couples that I know that have been together for a while that are still in love, and they're just, I'm still in love. They just, they, they show it. <laughs> <laughs> they send Hallmark cards and stuff. Okay, I mean to each other. I watch from a distance because I'm like, yeah. wow, I gotta find me somebody. But see, not everybody's PDA though. I feel like not everybody wants it's, to see me making out with my husband in public. Well, we don't so want to see it. No, I'm no. bringing him into the show. Okay. It's not. Make, I, I'm not referring to making out. I'm just like their actions. The, I'm going to be they slobbery. Say, they'll come up and help each other. And they, they hold hands. They hold and hands. They want and to they, hold hands I every time. I pinch and, his butt. 
They, oh. okay. <laughs> they share a good grope now. That'll get you going too. <laughs> they, they share the household chores. Yeah, because okay, he loves now, that's that. not even remotely in the rules. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you can do the hit or miss game too. That will always be fun in a relationship. Just you know, throw hit, something at them. No, no, no. You put your finger and you see if you can hit their belly button. And, oh and gosh, see. I thought you were going to say something else. Hit or miss. You're doing it with John. It's just a different way. <laughs> I thought you were going to yeah. say goose. That's the same Goosing thing. Yeah. It's love. It's affection. Yes, it is. Tickling, stuff like that. That's That'll get you adrenaline flowing, oh. too. Keeping him on his toes. I don't know about your relationships. Oh, man. Everybody yeah. does it differently. I know, right? True. Some okay. of us do it right. Some of us don't even get the chance to do it, but love to. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I brought this up, Kato. Wow. Yeah, it's a little flashback for you. Ain't <laughs> for a while. Well, go ahead and pucker up. Apparently, it's good Me? for you. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hawk, you were talking about kissing. Let's go further with that Uh-oh. and talk oh, a little oh. bit about relationships. Okay. Um, you've always heard the phrase opposites attract. Yeah. Well, the more research they do into that, the more they're finding it's simply not true. I mean, Paul Abdul had a song. Uh-huh. You got to believe what she said. I don't know. She about that. was <laughs> on drugs when she wrote that song. She was on drugs every time you ever saw her on TV. I can see how opposites attract would be a problem, um, because you got so much not in common that it's going to be you know hard to have a relationship. But I mean, if you got like two people that are like like to stay out late and party all night long, you need one person that don't like doing that so they can drive you home or get the other one to stay stay home. Okay. Don't go out tonight. <laughs> Okay, you both bring up good points, uh-huh. and okay, there are some factors <laughs> to both sides of this. They find that mostly people have a lot in common, but there may be one or two issues that they're different on, and that makes them think they're opposites, but really it's just a couple of big things that they notice, but everything else is very similar. So they studied 22 different traits, and they followed up with 80,000 couples, and they examined everything from religion to core values, drinking habits, and more. They found that most couples have similar habits and views on more than 80% of the items. Okay. They only have substantially different views on 3%. But that 3% was sometimes something big, like one of them being an introvert and the other one being an extrovert. Ah. So it seemed like in one way they were opposites, but really their core values were all the same. They just had a different personality feature. Uh. Uh, they found the things that were most likely to have in common in a relationship that works. Uh-huh. Political views. Yeah. Makes sense. Religious views. Makes sense. Education level. So you both you know a lot of the same things. If you have someone who maybe didn't go to college at all, and someone who did, you might not have as much in common to talk about because the person who went to college may know all of this stuff about things like I don't know music appreciation and art appreciation and things that the other person has no nothing in common. Yeah, I went to college, and there's still a lot I don't know. Yeah, I don't agree. That's not saying (laughs) that you you don't know a lot. But the other person, and that's not what it says at all. You don't have things in common if you didn't study the same. Most people I know, or a lot of people I know, didn't go to college. They make a lot more money. Yeah, (laughs) some other folks, and they are super smart. Yeah. 
I do agree, though. You want the big things to be similar. Like, my husband and I don't completely align politically. Really? But, I mean, close enough. Okay. But, you, they're like, as far as morals and those kinds of things, like, that is... <laughs> Who needs those? <laughs> okay. well, what are those? Yeah. <laughs> don't know her. <laughs> um, they say also things that matter is how much each person drinks and smokes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking See? of morals. Uh, and also how many people you dated before you met each other. Don't talk about it. Well, that might be the best way to go if you don't have that in common or even if you do if both of you have a lot you might be just best to shut up about it or if one has a lot and one don't um but yeah. they also found that opposite attract is overrated and the actual term that we should probably be using is more of a birds of a feather are more likely to flock together that's so, too long okay <laughs> but it rhymes yeah so that should help uh, but yeah, so when you go for the opposites attract, that may be an excuse for a relationship that shouldn't be happening. You might be going, well, we don't agree on anything, but you know, opposites attract. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to wear you down over time. Not all cases. Yeah, I mean, because there's so much animosity, not animosity, but... Friction. Yeah, so much friction, and you don't want that in life. You want a peaceful, joyful life, and this person's questioning you everything that you do. It just gets taxing. That's what's wrong with the world right now. Yeah. We used to hang out with people we mostly agreed with, and if we didn't, we didn't talk about the things we didn't right. agree on. Now with social media, we tell everyone everything that we think, and even with someone you get along 90%, that 10 percent still going to grate on each other so it's easier and better to keep it to the things that you agree on because then you're patting each other on the back saying yeah yeah clemson's the best or you know oh duke's the best or whatever oh your, your favorite <laughs> don't, team don't say is that here <laughs> yeah I mean, that's that's opposites don't attract as clemson carolina fans you i know right be in a relationship it's pretty hard I'm kidding <laughs> there difficult. are a lot of house divided yes couples. but it's difficult but that's probably not the most important thing. But yeah, no. like religions being different is tough. Uh, morals is very tough if you don't have yeah. the same ones. Politics is very wrapped up in all of that. So I always thought of that couple that, uh, the, unfortunately, she died in the 9-11 attacks. But there was a very high-profile couple on the news, and one of them was very liberal. The other one was very conservative. And I'm like... How do you do that? How do you be married to each other and feel that differently about the world? I see like a lot of posts out there, and you think that there's not a lot of time spent. Just, they just throw it out there. It's kind of like, you know, like nowadays, we're a now society. We take a picture, and it's right there on our phone. We can post it immediately. It'd be nice to go back to the days where you would have to take that picture and then go down and develop it. Maybe before you post it on the internet. That yeah. way you had a little thought before you post that. <laughs> yeah. You think about that before yeah, you post think it. Think about it before you post it. And you actually went through and picked out the blurred ones and did not put them in the exactly. photo album. Yes. Why post those? <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 